Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the one and only Beth Traverso. How you doing, Beth? Hey, Michael, doing great. Excited to be back. Thank you. Yes. So you, uh, if people don't know this, you are a top 1% producer in your chosen career in craft. You have graciously joined the One Rental at a Time family, including the private Facebook group. And to kick it off, we asked the community, hey, what questions you got for Beth? So you ready for a new question? Absolutely. I love the questions. Keep the questions coming. Absolutely. And Beth is going to be active. So if you have some questions, yeah. just tag her. And Drop ask some questions down below, too. Maybe we'll cap- cover it another time or in the Facebook group. There you go. Every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So this one comes from Nathan. We will just do first names. Two questions. What are you instructing your agents to do in this market? Beth, you obviously run a team. Um, actually, we'll just do one at a time. So that's question one. What are you telling your agents to do in this market? Right. So what I'm telling my agents to do in this market. So first of all, is like, you got to protect your mindset more than anything else there. And that's, that takes, I, I practice it every morning. I get up early and I do a little bit of visualization. I do a little bit of quiet focusing on how I want the day to go, set my intentions I focus on abundance because there still is abundance out there. No matter what's happening in the market, there's a lot of scary stuff. I purposely don't listen to the news. I mean, I'll listen to your morning uh, financial news, you know, but I'm not going to be mainlining CNN or Fox or whatever those. I don't any of, I don't, I don't participate in any of that. And I found that my uh, mental well being is much, much better without that uh, chatter you know, the constant, and they, they know that fear motivates people to watch, which motivates their uh, advertisers to pay more money. So, I mean, I just, I'm not going to do that. You can get your news where you want to get it, but then move on and be sure to focus on the abundance out there because there are deals being done. So for my own business, I know as somebody who's, you know, highly productive in my marketplace that, you know, I saw the first, I did a full year's worth of, of work in the first six months. Oh, wow. And then, and so everything's going great. It was like, woof, this is wonderful. Woohoo! And so <laughs> at that point, it's just a matter of us keeping up with the momentum, which is a fantastic place to be. But then, you know, things change, right? And somebody just slammed on the brakes and went from a hundred to like hundred miles an hour to maybe, I don't know, 20 miles an hour overnight. Yeah, quite of a jolt. That yeah. was when the rates spiked and everybody just went, whoa, and everything stopped. People were scared. When people are scared, they don't like to take action. They just got to wait and see what's going to happen. So um, and then now in the last it's two weeks, I've had a lot of my listings that were kind of getting more longer market time going under contract, new buyers are coming back in, people have adjusted, life goes on. There's always going to be those buyers out there, people that want to live their life regardless, like, yeah, you know, maybe it would be better to stay financially to stay in this particular smaller house, but we want to move to this out of state to be closer to our grandkids or whatever, like life goes on, pick, mm-hmm. pick your story, people have their reasons. They still want to move. And so, you know, even in the darkest days of the 2008, 9, 10 crash, people were moving. It never went to zero. Right. So that's when I want people to realize, like, deals are being done, you know, all over the place. Every day, mm-hmm. I watch the hot sheet every day, and houses are going under contract and selling every single day. So mm-hmm. what I'm coaching my agents and also reminding myself to do is just 
focus on what's working and make sure our clients understand what's working right now. Cause they need to know they're working with somebody who has been able to wrap their head around the situation and provide meaningful guidance. So that's what we're doing now. So, yeah. um, when, I, when yeah. I'm telling, you know, agents and or investors, again, you could you could take the word agent and insert investor is I'm just trying to remind him. And again, I've done it t- two days in a row at 7 a.m. It's kind of a kick in the pants video about doing the work. Yeah. It, it You know, I think I think we've been spoiled, right? The last two years or so. You know, you, you would write an offer and it would get accepted or you would do a flip and you make a lot of money or you'd stick a sign in the yard and you'd get over asking. It was it was a fake market. And you know, I'm, I'm reminding people that it takes work, right? I've, I've celebrated two stories, one bought from OfferPad, one bought from Opendoor, who are iBuyers who are losing their ass. Uh, both of them wrote multiple offers over the course of 100 days. Both of them got at least a 15% discount. Both both locked in somewhere between 70 and $120,000 loss for Opendoor. It just takes work, people. Don't drop the basics. Yeah. There, you know, just because I believe transactions will crash 50%, that's still not zero. Some not people fair. have to sell, like mm-hmm. iBuyers. They have I to wish sell. That they, those stories make me wish they were in my market. They aren't. Yeah. But it's like, oh, it's so much easier for one yeah. thing. It's like those are easy pickings, people, because that's a corporate entity you're dealing with. They're employees. They're not like the homeowner who's taking yeah. it in the shorts. It's not them. Yeah, they're just reserved for bad debt. They want to be yeah, done by the end of the no quarter. There's no psychological block around it or anything. All the emotional component gone. It's just no, business. There, there's some guy or some lady sitting at a computer that has an Excel spreadsheet that says, I guarantee you, somebody at Open Door OfferPad has a spreadsheet and they sort it by days on market. I guarantee yeah. you. And they look at the one, this is 139 days on market. They've never seen the property. They don't really probably even care what's there. They're like, that one's got to go away. I am tired of telling my vice president that we still own one, two, three Main Street. Yeah, they're getting it from up above that they need get to rid of. Yeah, yeah, clear these books, get the money back in the. Yeah, they. This is like buying from banks again. It was awesome. It is. You know, that's what I was thinking. It's just, this reminds me of banks who just don't care, which is sometimes within the short sale days, it was kind of frustrating, sort of yeah. the lack of caring. But ultimately, those were the best deals if you could be patient and hang in there. All you have to do is learn their system. Yeah. So we've talked about two examples, Beth, both of them. 100 days was the magic mark. So if that's the magic mark, start fishing at 75. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. That's that's exciting to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope people are inspired by that. So. So here's question number two from Nathan. What is a solid 90-day plan for a new agent? What would you say? Yeah, so kind of recapping sort of what we talked about in the previous video, but not too much. I would say just like create your business plan. Mm-hmm. So I was I would advise Nathan to watch video one, but then also work on like create your business plan, write it out, think about where your business is going to come from. And we need to pivot in this market. So maybe you might be getting business from different sources than you would have before. One I would suggest is expired and canceled listings or whatever you call them in your in your area. Like we're starting to see some dropping off. I'm getting some sellers calling me now who like, we tried to sell our house. It didn't work. What do we do now? Mm-hmm. And so you got to know what to do. So it's like, okay, you go in there, you go in there almost like a doctor diagnosing like, okay, this wasn't right. That wasn't right. That wasn't right. Here's what we can do to mm-hmm. give it a fresh start, relaunch it, get a successful outcome and make sure they're aligned too. You know, like don't, don't put 
your time, money, and you know, invest anything into people that aren't uh, realistic about yeah. this market and what's happening. Like, unfortunately, every once in a while, I think we all get stuck with something. But you know, but you need to be really mindful of that in the beginning to make sure that the expectations are set right and that everything is aligned to be successful. Because that's why we're doing this, right? To help people sell their house. Absolutely. So, yeah, what I would tell a new investor, again, because I, I talk about the whole goal of how to get started one rental at a time is learning what average is in your buy box. So it's kind of a simple three-step process. One, to define a buy box, which is permission to look, but also permission to ignore. Most, most excited real estate investors don't hear the second part. When you have a buy box, you only look at it and you look at nothing else. People often get that wrong. Second, build your network. Kind of back to the point about Alyssa's question. Uh, if you're in the real estate business, um, you should meet two pe two new people a day, not two people a week. It should be two people a day. This is your this like a 90 day plan for a new agent. You should come out of it with 100 new people. Go figure it out. Challenge yourself. Network. Ask for referrals. Then look at your market. Understand again if with the amount of data that's available for a new agent in the first 90 days, Nathan, I would figure out. I would this is I, this is seriously what I would do. I would go figure out. In the last six months, who have been cash buyers in my market? I would get that list. Second, who have been repeat buyers in my market? I would get that list. And then I would try to meet everybody on that list somehow, some way, either virtually. That's a creative strategy or... that I really like. Yeah. That's not one that I hear very often, but that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> not just a hat rack. I've done this <laughs> right. before. Yeah. So again, so folks, I'm it's right. all about doing yeah. the work. Figure out what the work is for you. Do it every freaking day. It's not interest. You're committed. You're the hog, not the chicken, right? Go ahead, you know, egg versus bacon, if you get the analogy. Yes. Uh, you you got to do it. If you, either, you, either you are in this game or you're not. Yeah. And look at the pe people who are doing, achieving at the level you want to achieve and find out what they're doing. And I, I remember before I was as successful as I was, as I would visualize and like internalize, like I am, like I said, at that time I wanted to do like 50 transactions a year. So I'd say like, I do 50 transactions a year and I would visualize what that is. And here's what I do every day. And to the point where it almost becomes like you, you assume that identity and you take, and it sounds a little woo woo or whatever, but it's actually it really, it's very uh, practical. It helps you get over your mental hurdle where you're like, I'm not that person. Maybe someday I'll be that person. Like, no, I am that person. What does that person do? Yeah. I mean, this is so powerful. I mean, again, I hear from people in the comments. Yes, folks. I read all of the comments. Some of you come at seller financing like it's illegal or not possible. Well, guess what? For you, it's not possible. I've brought you plenty of examples of seller financing works. Some of you don't think this. You don't think that. You're right. Move on. Go away. I'm tired of it. Stop it. Either you're going to do the work or you're not. Think about how, how can it work? This powerful question is how. I think that's the most powerful question word you can have. And so for, for seller financing for that, just you know, like since that became on my radar, maybe, I don't know, a year and a half ago. I've done three seller finance deals with excellent terms, you know, and win-win for everybody. I'm very upfront. It's, it has to be a win-win for everyone. They understand what's happening and why it makes sense. And yeah. we craft a deal together that works perfectly for everyone. So yeah, yeah. seller financing aware. deals only work when they're win-win. It's yeah. This is not a quick cash, quick close. You know, you feel like you're taking someone's lunch money. Seller yeah. financings have to be win-win. Yeah. And you have to know why it might be a win for them because Absolutely. one of the ones I wrote oh. did most recently, they didn't know, Oh, you mean I can get paid and 
not have to have a rental and yeah. I can. You mean I have no tenant headaches? Lower my taxes? Yeah, you mean that's possible? Or yeah, like I didn't realize I could do that. Yes, you can. Here's how, you know, yeah, have a lawyer draw it up. It's fair for everybody, you know, yeah. make sure it's done right. Yeah. Yeah. So just think about that. And then as far as like another thing for like pivoting and that I think it's really important, you, you hit on this before, but don't buy stupid stuff, people. Gosh, yeah. I tighten up. And yes. I was saying this, you know, a year or two years ago, where people were starting to get really flashy with their stuff, especially oh. with social media and YouTube and all these uh, people out there with their really yeah. expensive supercars or even just like their Benz. Like a lot of real estate agents think they have to drive a, a high-end luxury car. You don't. Tell no. them, I'm telling you right now, your clients do not care about that. Make sure it's clean. Make sure you look clean and nice, you know, like you care. But they really don't need that's that's just frivolous stuff that is not required. If you can afford it, great, you know. But if you're just feeling like you have to do that as a new agent, yeah. If it's the suit, yeah. if you, uh, like I I worked in software and there was a a suit you felt like you had to wear. It was thousand dollar shoes, thousand dollar belts, you know, the custom suits, nothing off the rack, stupid stuff, stupid stuff. Yeah, and that goes down to everything in your business. When you're a realtor, everyone's coming at you wanting to get you to buy their thing. And look at what actually returns what's going to be profitable. Profit matter, matters more than anything. And as an agent, I know that I felt tempted for a while to just get bigger, bigger, bigger. Oh, I want to do, there's agents out there doing 400, 500 transactions a year. Like, you know what? I don't want to do four or 500 trans. That's not the life That's I want to That's not the live. life I want. Yeah. I want to be lean and mean and profitable and doing it my way. And think about that. Your way might be to do the four or 500. And if it is, hey, more or however many investment deals. You want a thousand doors? Go get a thousand doors. I don't want a thousand doors. No, neither do I. So... Yeah, I would say just focus on don't don't get to get caught up on the things that might be more uh, for a person's bragging rights and focus yeah. in on more like what actually matters at the end of the day for your life mm -hmm. and for your family and for your future. Yes, folks. Again, Beth is now part of our private Facebook group. One rental at a time works. Ask her, tag her, ask her some questions. Beth, thank you so much. Where can people find you? Thank you. They can find me on my website, BethTraversaGroup.com or on Facebook now in the private Facebook group. Um, and just, yeah, I'm all over the place. Easy to find. Thank you, Beth. Thanks.